0: Welcome, everybody, to a another world, or welcome to our second um, show of the world of nutrition uh, with Marilyn Lemire, um, The show is a part of the World of Ability podcast network. And I guess I'm going to pass over to Marilyn to get us started here. Thank you, Emily. And today we have two wonderful guests
1: from across the United States, and I'm so thrilled to be introducing them. First, we're gonna have Dr. Amanda Romine Nelson, and she has worked in the healthcare industry for over 10 years, bringing her pharmacy studies and Kaiser Permanente healthcare experience from Colorado. She completed her post-doctorate fellowship in medical safety, quality, and informatics in MA. She has since worked in hospital administration and precepted 50 plus pharmacy and nursing students. Dr. Amanda has seen firsthand the challenges healthcare professionals face before and during the COVID pandemic, as well as personally consulted with over 9,500 COVID-19 positive individuals. So thank you, Dr. Amanda, for being here. We look forward to hearing from you.
2: Thank you very much, Marilyn. I know that's a mouthful to say with my name and then everything that I've done as far as schooling, but yeah, I did do the postdoctorate fellowship in medication safety, quality, and informatics, and that's a different type of a study. I definitely know that. Um, and so it is, uh, I appreciate just having this opportunity to be on uh, your YouTube channel and your podcast today and just part of this whole event. I appreciate it. And I wanted to just say that it's true, even though, you know, we're in, I'm in healthcare and had been there in the over 10 years and really helping the different providers and the pharmacists and nurses and precepting different, um, people who have been focused on what they want to do in healthcare. It was after that pandemic during it and after that I had a chance to really think where can I make the best impact so people go into healthcare with a story. Every healthcare professional does and what I was noticing uh, throughout my course of time in working directly with the uh, healthcare providers is there's the strong reason why they're in healthcare. And what happened during the pandemic is some people were questioning that reason why. And so now I am on a mission to help reignite healthcare professionals on the reason why they got into the healthcare industry. And we want the healthcare professionals who are great to stay there. We want them to be at their best, to give their best. And unfortunately, there's just so much going on. Healthcare has changed a lot, as I'm sure many of us have known and seen, that it's like, where are we investing back into those healthcare professionals? They have invested so much of their time, effort, and energy, and not to mention finances, into that industry. And so I'm like, what can I do to really make an impact and difference? So I started my health, wellness, and life coaching and consulting business and I'm helping individuals who are tired, burnt out, frustrated, but especially those healthcare professionals who, again, to help reignite that reason why for them and helping them get more clarity and vision when it comes to their goals, when it comes to their own health and wellness, because just because you're in healthcare doesn't mean you take the best care of yourself. You're usually working really hard, um, and burning the midnight oil and not even sometimes taking time to eat a snack as a healthcare professional. So, it's so important to have that self-care. And that's something that I want to make sure that I really emphasize when it comes to their own health and wellness, what are you doing on a daily routine, a habit that you have, you create it to where you're able to get closer to your own health and wellness goals and life goals. And so you don't feel like, I mean, time goes so fast. And we all know that. And if you're not intentional, you're, 10 years will go by and then you'll look back and wonder, am I really doing the things that I'm at least coaching and telling other people to do for my own self? And so I want to make sure that they're very intentional and they have a plan set up. So what I did is I put together um, a couple slides. Well, there's a few of them there, but on two main topics that I go over with Healthcare professionals and other individuals that I also coach, because I'm coaching a a few engineers too, and some people who work in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, So there's lots of different clients I do work with, but um, I do have a passion for your healthcare professionals. And so I thought I would share the slides and go over it so everyone can really get a couple great tidbits and tips on what to do, knowing it's a new year. There's opportunities to really take some of these self care. ideas and focus on the strategies and tools themselves and they can walk away with that with some plan of actions if you don't mind i'll go ahead and just share the slide now okay great so let me bring this up and okay so can you see the screen and the okay the slides. so i am going to do it from here Okay. Are we still good? Everyone can see. Excellent. Okay. So um, again, this is just going over the clients that I support. So there's the individuals as well as the healthcare professionals, but I want to make sure, and you know, uh, uh, the key really is being intentional when it comes to the goals. So going over self-care Um, I wanted to highlight and really focus on thankfulness and gratefulness. It's a new year here. We have an opportunity to really program our baby neurons because we actually develop a thousand, over a thousand baby neurons every day. And so you have a chance to program them to really work the way that you're wanting them to. Um, And it's amazing and it's exciting to think you can do that. And so why don't we go ahead and focus on the ones that have to do with, thankfulness and gratefulness. And there's some differences between being thankful and being grateful. And so I highlighted this in the table. And so when you're thankful, it's more like a passing moment or a thought. And that could be when someone does something like picks up a napkin for you. So you say thankful, thank you, but you're grateful when you have that constant state of being. So not necessarily something has to happen for you to be grateful. It's just your content within yourself. So you're just a constant state of being. When you're thankful, it's a reactive state. So again, um, like someone opening the door and then you say, thank you, um, but you're grateful. It's again, just something that stays there, how you are. You can be thankful for things in, or items in your house, but you're really grateful that you have a home. Uh, you could be thankful for a friend's gift but you're really grateful for that friendship. And then there's those magical moments in life, which we're all very thankful for, but truly you're grateful to be alive to have even those magical moments that happen. And so on the right, it's this um, pyramid that's showing the benefits of gratitude. So it does so much for your um, body, for your nervous system, for your brain. And so there's the on the uh, right-hand side, it shows physical benefits, a fitter you. So you have a stronger immune system. You can have less body aches and pains, uh, the optimal blood pressure and cardiac functioning and better sleep wake cycles. So there were uh, multiple studies that were done over a course of time from 2003 to 2018, which I believe it shows on the slide. And this was out of the neuroscience of gratitude and effects on the brain. And it talked about how it just broke down how each of these things happen for you. As far as you have your cortisone levels, how it changes. They did studies on people who were taking um, pain medication versus people who were uh, just practicing the art of Gratitude with using a notebook, and it's just amazing to see the difference on how they uh, leveled themselves on a scale on their pain overall. And then also, there's the social benefits, a better use. So there's better communication, more empathy, stronger interpersonal relationships, or more likability among group members, and then more involvement as a team member. So I'm sure as we're all sitting here looking at this and thinking about it, you know when you're around somebody who's grateful, you can feel it. You feel their energy that they're bringing, their positive attitude. And so you want to work with those types of people. And then there's the psychological benefits where it's a happier you, positive emotions and thoughts, more awake, aware and awake, and increased self-satisfaction and enhanced mood. And so I'm going to go over that a little bit more on the next slide. Uh, let's see. So this is just showing about gratitude and the brain. So as you can see on here, there's the different chemical compounds of, um, what dopamine and serotonin look like. And it talks about the different types of neurotransmitters here, but, um, when you show gratitude, your brain is wiring and firing new neural connections to the bliss center. So basically there's these synapses that are going on and they're just firing and it's telling you the bliss center of your brain, we're excited, we're happy. There's um, a lot of happiness going on. So you've got gratitude happening. And then also it enhances dopamine and serotonin which are the neurotransmitters responsible for happiness. And neurotransmitters are basically just the chemicals that your nerves produce. And so it's actually secreted by the different neurons, but you're enhancing that dopamine and serotonin which is amazing to think just by being grateful, that's what's happening. And then you have, you're reducing your fear and anxiety by regulating the stress hormones. So some people can think stress hormones, you have the extra cortisol sorry, in your body, or you have the norepinephrine, the fight or flight going on. So you're, you're decreasing that. And then you have fostering cognitive restructuring by evoking the positive thinking. So again, gratitude and the brain, there's a lot going on. This is just like an easy way to put it together, which I saw out of the neuroscience of gratitude and effects in the brain. And I thought that's an easy way to look at it and gives us some graphics. So that's kind of like, you know, more in depth of a background um, that I would provide. But when I am talking with, the different, um, caregivers or different clients that I work with. I'm like, how do we put this into practice? What is there something easy I can do? Okay. I see how it's all working. Thanks for the reminder, but really, I just want to eat something, you know, when I'm all stressed out or what's going on. So here are some ways you can increase your serotonin and dopamine naturally. So we're starting this new year and you're like, okay, how do I make sure I stay at this high level of gratitude? Well, if you get a little bit of dark chocolate, so it's a tiny amount, just one to two ounces a day, and it has to be the 84% cocoa. It contains an amino acid called phenylethylamine that stimulates and produces the, um, the dopamine in your brain, which is incredible. What I love is that your brain produces dopamine when you eat chocolate and when you think about eating it. So if you're thinking about eating some chocolate right now, you are stimulating (laughs) some of this and you're producing some dopamine, um, bananas. It contains the quercetin and tyrosine that stimulates dopamine production. So eating a banana can boost your mood and it's literally almost instantly was what the studies were showing. So that's amazing. Um, spinach and salmon. So it's a source of tryptophan, which is necessary in the production of serotonin. It's rich in antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals. And so, I love the fact that if you like salmon and spinach, you can just create a nice salad and it's one that your brain and your body will be so grateful for. And trust me, a lot of people around you will be too. Granted, they might still say have a mint, but that's okay. Um, it's really good for it and healthy for you as well. And then there's nuts and eggs. So if you're, you know, a protein, eggs in the morning, great. But if you're a nut snacker and during the day, it's um, rich in protein. So it contains compounds that con- the body converts to dopamine. So these are just quick and easy ways if you're going to incorporate, you know, it's a new, what can I do this year? Or, you know, what's something that's just quick and easy, a snack that you can have to boost your serotonin and dopamine. I hope you're taking a note and saying, this is something you can incorporate into your life and you'll be able to feel more feelings of gratefulness. And so you're most likely going to share that with other people. And again, getting other people who want to be around you because they feel that coming from you. And it's good for self-care. Um, the next slide is a call to action. So I put this on here and I give this to most of my clients, um, that I work with some type of a call to action, whether we're working on different goals or, um, if they're really doing a challenge at this time. So I thought, why don't I just provide this for you all as well, but it's one to be intentional on choosing to eat foods that produce more serotonin and dopamine. and um, obviously you have the list. And you can place a visual cue in area that you see daily. So this is actually how to move from being thankful to grateful. It's a process. It's not something that's just quick that happens. So you want to take a moment to really remember someone or something you are grateful for. So when you see that visual cue, that's what you want to take the time to do. And then you wanna think of a relationship you are grateful for and ask yourself some very key questions like, what have I received from them? When you take the time to ask that question, you actually are working on letting those neurons, those synapses, those things that are, the um, neurons that are firing, the, the connectivity, the action in your brain happening, you're um, re- letting those neurotransmitters be released. And then you literally, if you could, even write it down because that will actually invoke more gratefulness, um, the dopamine, the serotonin to happen because it's uh, utilizing more senses. And then you can even say, you know, have I shown my appreciation to this person? So doing some time to reflect is also very key and vital um, to gratefulness versus the thankfulness too. And then what have I given back? Because there's always an opportunity to show somebody else how truly grateful you are. And then you want to trigger your senses. So you want to actively pause and think about the senses you use throughout the day. When you do this, you're expressing gratitude that you can truly enjoy your surroundings. And I don't know about you, but um, usually days are pretty busy for me. And sometimes I just forget the fact that I was able to quick get up and stretch or um, be able to taste my food if I was quickly eating it in between something or um just that I heard a sound that was like, oh I should go check on this. You know, like there's little things that we do throughout the day that sometimes we're just so much on autopilot that we forget to do these things. So when I'm talking with my clients, I'm always reminding them in order to really keep yourself well grounded, sometimes it's as easy as just going back to the basics. And that's the amazing thing about life. Um, and keeping yourself just aware of so many things that we have just uh, right here in front of us. So let's not ever forget to be grateful or thankful for something every day. Um, I know I try to do this um, thing now where I'm doing thankful Thursdays, but honestly, there's something to be thankful for every day. So that encompasses one of the different self-care uh, strategy that I go over. And then I was going to just move into this next one, which is energy leaks, just to give again a snapshot of two different types of strategies and tools that I provide my clients. And it's just a quick overview of these. So I'm going to move in now to the energy leaks. Unless you wanted to pause it and you wanted to ask any questions on that one, I don't want to not um, give an opportunity. So I'll go ahead. Is it okay if I just move to the next one, Marilyn? Okay so these are energy leaks so here are some common symptoms that they include so there's war worrying um we know it takes up time in our mental space when we're worrying a lot being a people pleaser and that's a tendency that can be an energy leak because it um you're always wondering am i doing the right thing or do they notice me Uh, is that are they going to say something wrong Draining relationships. That's an easy one. You can think of how it probably does drain you of your energy. Feeling of fear, self-criticism slash judgment when you're overthinking. And this is something that happens quite frequently, I can say, especially in the healthcare world. And I know from an engineering perspective too, it happens quite often as well because you're questioning everything. And then cluttered mind and ability to focus and cluttered surroundings. So I like to create, um, an opportunity for all of my clients to really think about. And I think we all should is just recognize, okay, there's think we only have so much capacity. We all know this. And so if we're looking at how to keep ourselves healthy and have good self care, um, addressing some of these symptoms that we might realize that we have going on is zapping us of our energy. So you're like, okay, I'm feeling burnt out. I'm feeling exhausted. I'm feeling frustrated. And it's like, well, let's get to to some core reasons why. And this could possibly be some of the reasons as well. So when you have, uh, let me make sure, sorry. When you have different Uh, goals and dreams and aspirations for the next year, and you want to be very intentional about it, you have to make room for what you want. And so this is just a picture of a um, type of a closet here. It's actually was in a, a store and it has all the clothes just pushed really close, right? So there's that closet principle. If you want to have something that you haven't had put into this area, you're going to have to probably take something else away. And sometimes less is more. <laughs> I know there, that is a saying, but it's very true. And so we want to make room for what we want. What is it that we will serve us best and what is not serving us well? So when we're thinking about an energy leak on a physical task or project standpoint, what does it usually look like? Well, we know that messy desk or closet that we walk by daily, um, could be laundry in the dryer for days, a person you've been meaning to call, um, and it causes you to spend energy thinking about it because you recognize it's there. You want to address it and you just haven't had time. And so what it does is it hinders your motivation to complete, um, certain goals you might have for yourself. So it actually makes it harder because you have it in your mind. You've got this mental list or to-do list that you're like, okay, yeah, I'll take care of that once I get this done. And so it just starts to have a snowball effect taking place. And again, it adds more to some of that frustration, that exhaustion feeling. you're working all day, then you have all these other things going on. So there's also, um, okay, sorry. Let me make sure. Um, so here's some examples of, energy leaks and when they got addressed so you can see the one on the top is a counter that's just filled with a lot of stuff on it on admit that's my counter and then i did an energy leak i went and focused and really spent 30 minutes and just took care of getting it all cleaned up and you know what felt amazing and then this is one that a client sent in to me for their desk area and how they just knew they were not able to focus and get some things done due to the way that their desk looked so there's other energy leaks that um, we have, and it's more on the emotional side, the ones you don't directly see, right? So they look like avoiding certain conversations with people, um, possibly because you can't say no, could be because you're a little bit of a people pleaser, or it, it's just, it's hard for you to think, am I a team player if I say no? And so you kind of question that, maybe overthink um, strained relationships a person you've been meaning the call that shows up on both sides, uh, physical and emotional. And then what it causes, the feeling of overworked, you're drained, you're stuck, or you're feeling overwhelmed. There could be some unforgiveness, frustration, bitterness. And so that feeds a lot into self-talk. And the self-talk is something That I work on a lot with my clients too, because what they're telling themselves when it comes to own health and wellness or why they're having barriers and challenges, that can be from um, just some emotional energy leaks or their self-talk. And then it causes an inability to focus on you, your health and wellness and your goals. And they are on a a more of a heart to do list. It could be on your heart and mind. It's not necessarily that you usually write these ones down, but they're definitely there and they show up as some different challenges and barriers and frustrations people will have. So, um, with that, I usually um, end it as well with a call to action. And I thought, let me go ahead and just provide it to you too. And so, if you think about what is one physical or emotional tasks that keeps popping up in your mind that you need to do or take care of? And so as I was going through these slides, I'm thinking maybe something had come to your mind as you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, there is something I have. The key is, is can you do it and accomplish it? Get it completed within 15 to 30 minutes. The reason why is it's not supposed to be this huge project. It's just this task that you have to do. And what's going to happen is it's when you go to say, you're going to complete it, it's going to create a win for you. And so when you create that, win, you have a celebration and then what happens is you're (laughs) incredibly your body or your mind looks around to say, okay, what else can I do? And it's almost like you've got this um, surge of energy to just accomplish something else. And then um, I'm saying you can go ahead and have a goal to complete it. The key is say write down or tell someone i'm going to get this done by this date this time and just an extra part in here i said is um you can take a before and after photo and you can feel free to text it to me because i do collect them and use them um and let me know once you complete this when you declare a goal the chances of you getting it completed and um having it accomplished it it goes even higher so with that those are the two different uh different uh, strategies and tools I wanted to outline today and go over. And I appreciate you giving me a chance to just review that with you. And uh, with that, I don't know if you want to ask any questions or anything, Marilyn.
1: Oh, thank you, Dr. Amanda. That was fantastic. And I realize that I do this every year because when the new year comes up, I want a clean desk. I want a clean refrigerator. So I take everything out and I, clean everything. And, and so I will be sending you some pictures. (laughs) So thank you for that. What is the best way if people want to get in touch with you for them to contact you, please let us know.
2: Yes, yeah, so I um don't mind. I did put on my uh business cell phone number on there, which is uh, 978-400-3320, but if people don't want to send a text, I completely understand that. You can go to my website askcoachamanda.com. So I know it was on um, the logos on there, but it's the askcoachamanda.com. Um and then for different doctors, nurses, anyone in healthcare, I did create another um Website that is just very specific, kind of going over some of the concerns that doctors and nurses and pharmacists all have. And that um, is drromainelson.com. So it's drromainelson.com, another website that has a presentation on that.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it and we learned so much. I love that even thinking of chocolate helps our mood. So I will be thinking of chocolate <laughs> or thinking about eating chocolate. <laughs> Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Thank you.
1: And next, we have a very special guest, Ms. Chelsea Hue. She is a fitness and nutrition coach and the founder of Joyful Strength. She was born and raised on Kauai, and she currently resides on Oahu with her husband, Jaden. Her love for health and fitness all started in high school as she was a track sprinter. She discovered a passion for lifting weights and found balance with her eating habits. Her track coach would tell her to take care of your body and your body will take care of you and this phrase sticks still sticks with her today. Since creating Joyful Strength in June 2020, she's helped hundreds of healthcare workers, teachers, stay-at-home moms, entrepreneurs, and entrepreneurs feel energized, confident and build strength through her online program. These are the four keys that make it made it possible: daily movement, nutrition, habits, accountability and mindset work. So thank you so much, Chelsea, for being here. We look forward to hearing what you're gonna share with us.
3: Yes, thank you so much, Marilyn. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here and um, yeah, just speak with you folks. Also thank you, Dr. Amanda, for your tips on self-care and energy leaks. I was taking notes as well. (laughs) So yes, thank you for um, all of your knowledge and application. Um, So yeah, just a little bit about me, as Marilyn said, um, I got into fitness because of running track in high school. I was a sprinter. Um, I loved the 100 meter dash, 200 meter, um, four by one relay, like that was where I flourished and really enjoyed training for. And yeah, those high school habits of running track just stuck with me after high school and college. Um, I didn't compete competitively in college because I wanted to take a break <laughs> from yeah, that, but I still worked out daily. Um, and yeah, it was just a great stress outlet for me. Um, and lots of people would ask me for advice, like how I stay motivated or what kind of workouts I do. So I'm like, oh, why don't I just make this a career? <laughs> so yeah, I went to UH for kinesiology, uh, got my bachelor's degree. And then after that, yeah, went into personal training. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Um, when clients do come to me for help, um, I'd say their most common struggles is yeah, losing motivation and nutrition. So I also want to make this interactive. So Marilyn and Dr. Amanda and even Emily and Kurt, I'll ask you guys questions and then you can chime in. Um, but with working with your clients or our customers, what, what has been their most common health struggles?
2: So for mine, they always will say, they just know they should be eating more fruits and vegetables if they're not eating as many fruits and vegetables as they should.
3: Yes, yes, very common. Thank you, Dr. Amanda. Mm-hmm. How about for you, Marilyn? For me,
1: yeah, I think the nutrition, people are not getting the nutrition that their body needs um, and our foods are just depleted. So with that, and then mindset, I think mindset is a huge one.
3: So yes. I love what you do. <laughs> Thank you both. Yes, those are great responses because yeah, I definitely get that as well. Um, when it comes to fitness, sometimes people forget about the mindset part. I think that's one of the most important keys because if your mindset isn't in the right place then it doesn't matter if you have the greatest nutrition plan or fitness plan like if you won't do it then you can't reach any goals so thank you both for sharing but yeah when it comes to nutrition um, yeah stress eating is definitely one of them that my clients struggle with or having cravings um, as well as lack of planning so I just wanted to share A couple of tips about that. So um, with stress eating, how many of you stress eat? I do admit I do as well. Um, No worries. We're all human. And um, when we resort to food, that's our coping mechanism for stress. And it feels good in the moment. But sometimes we can um, overeat and then we feel sluggish um, after and then regret that Thing that we just did, so a little technique that I love to do is yeah breathing techniques. I know in the moment when we're stressed, um, it's hard to pause and think through our actions, but this technique it's called five, four, three, two, one. Um, it's actually an awareness technique, and just for time's sake, um, every, you guys can chime in like one, one for each. So. If Five, four, three, two, one. Five is five things that we see like around us just to bring us back um, in the present. And then four things that we hear. What do you hear in that moment? Three things that you feel in your body. Um, two things that you smell. And one thing that you can taste right now. So um, we can yeah, just share one thing from each. So Marilyn, um, what's one thing that you see right now around you?
1: My water bottle.
3: Water bottle, okay, awesome. How about you, Dr. Amanda? My lights, lights, okay, good. Emily, would you like to share? What do you see? Okay, (laughs) Um, for me, I see So I'm in my room right now, I see my hairbrush. So that's one thing. Um, Okay, what's one thing that you hear besides my voice? Um, Marilyn, you can go again. I hear my fan. Fan, okay. Dr. Amanda?
2: My heater. Your heater? Yeah.
3: Okay, where are you um, calling from?
2: In Massachusetts.
3: Massachusetts, yes, that's right. Oh yeah, that's cold. Okay, awesome. I also hear my fan, same as Marilyn, that's also on. Okay, what's one thing that you feel in your body? It can be like a sensation um, or something rubbing against you. Um, what do you feel?
1: I feel super satisfied because I just ate lunch right before this, <laughs> so I'm just like really happy.
2: Nice. Awesome. Um, I would say I feel that my toes are cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you have socks on? Yes.
3: (laughs) Oh, you do? Okay. Got it. Um, For me, I feel um, I'm sitting on this sheet um, on my floor, actually. So I feel that. Okay, we're almost there. Um, What's one thing that you smell?
1: So I love essential oils. I have this lemon. Essential oil that just uplifts my mood and I love it. Nice.
3: What scent is that, Marilyn?
1: Oh, this is lemon. I'm sorry.
3: Lemon. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: And I smell because I did do a spritz of that stress free um, with Beth and Body Works. So it's like eucalyptus Ooh. and spearmint. And yeah, that's what I'm smelling.
3: Nice. Very good. Um, for me, I don't really smell that much but i see my sheets of my bed <laughs> okay last one thank you all for participating um, what's one thing that you taste i know marilyn just ate um what do you taste marilyn <laughs> i just had a salad so that's what salmon. i taste
2: I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay awesome was it a salmon and spinach salad <laughs> it
1: was a shrimp and
3: greens <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> um, I had a uh, mint in my mouth when I did the presentation so I just have that aftertaste of my mint
3: awesome thank you both Marilyn and Amanda Dr. Amanda um, for me I taste I ate some crackers beforehand so I taste those crackers still they're a bit bland but it was something I needed quick so yeah that's a uh, the five four three two one technique whenever you want to Um, resort to stress eating I do want to challenge you to like pause and practice that technique just to break down your senses one by one to bring you back into the now because yeah our mind can be racing with lots of things to do Um, so that's a great um, technique to practice Um, another thing that my clients struggle with is lack of planning when it comes to nutrition and um, we all heard that saying if you don't plan then yeah, things can not go smoothly um, in the long run. So yeah, planning just a couple of minutes um, beforehand can save you yeah hours in the ahead. So when it comes to planning, um, my clients can sometimes resort to like planning for the whole week. and even that can be overwhelming. Um, sometimes we think, all or nothing, which is that mentality of, yeah, you either do everything or you do nothing at all. So two extremes. So um, I challenge my clients to do always something, no matter how small it is. So instead of planning your meals for the whole week, it can just be for one meal. So like breakfast tomorrow, like it doesn't have to be super fancy, just need a protein to keep you um, full throughout the day, whether it be eggs or whatever you enjoy. And yeah, as you become more consistent in the small things, then you can increase the amount of meals you'd like to plan for. So starting out small and then celebrating that win. I know Dr. Amanda touched on yeah celebrating, which I love as well, um, because it helps to close that chapter of yes, I reached that goal and yeah, what's next? Bring it on. (laughs) So um, yeah, starting out small, always something is um, a great practice for um, that struggle of lack of planning. And then when it comes to cravings, um, especially around when it's our time of the month, I know for me, I crave for all kinds of things, specifically salty. Um, If you don't mind sharing, Marilyn and Dr. Amanda, what do you crave for um, in general or around your time of the month?
2: I think
1: chocolate. Chocolate, (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Nice.
2: I think it's going to be like chips, something that's like crunchy and yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yeah. I'm the same way too. Yeah. Chocolate and chips or anything as yeah, salty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. And when it comes to cravings, that's our body telling us that we're lacking something, whether it's like a mineral or element. Um, and we give in to those cravings sometimes and overeat. But um, when it comes to, yeah, nutrition or um, responding to those cravings, I say to my clients, um, eat a whole food first and then whatever processed food that is. So it's not necessarily yeah, restricting yourself because that can be um, dangerous, too, if you do it too much. So, for example, if I crave for a donut, I'll eat a banana, Um Or I'll try to eat a banana in a moment (laughs) and then I'll I'll see if I'm satisfied if I'm not then okay I'll eat the banana I mean the donut but I'll I find myself not eating the whole donut maybe it's like a half of it or a quarter of it because I ate the banana first so when we fill our bodies with whole foods first um, there's less room for the processed stuff so little bit more sustainable way than restricting ourselves so um, yeah those are some of the common struggles that my clients have I do want to share sorry one more I'm looking at my notes um, another one is eating out often so how many of us love to eat out I love to eat out <laughs> yeah I yeah, love when I don't need to wash the dishes or cook just take a break from that um, but Marilyn and Dr. Amanda, where do you guys like eating out at?
1: There's a couple of places. I love Liko's in Hawaii Thai and Shibuya. Shabu Shabu.
2: Yes. Yeah, hot pot. I was just talking with someone last night. and I was like, I just love Thai food. So I love how they just make it all fresh. And yeah, so lots of different Thai places
3: me, yes i'm getting hungry just thinking about (laughs) both areas yes yeah i love eating out at like italian places i love pasta um and hot pot as well i get my veggies in that way but yeah uh um, solution where if you do eat out often or with your clients or customers um, it's definitely okay because it is convenient um and You don't have to wash the dishes, but if you do do it often, then yeah, it can get expensive and um, time consuming. But one key for that is to pick the most colorful um, meal on the menu because that means it's most likely balanced. So I tell my clients to aim for about four colors or more, um, whether it be yeah with a salad starch and um, protein so yeah the more colors on there the better and balanced it is so yeah eating off eating out is definitely okay just yeah in moderation and being mindful of what you choose so yeah that's all I have for um, <laughs> now so thank you so much for this opportunity oh is there any questions
1: sorry, I was trying to, thank you, so thank you so much, Chelsea, what is the best
3: way that people can contact you or get in touch with you? Yeah, so, oh, I forgot to mention, um, I just launched my own fitness app, so you can find us, yeah, in the um, app store, thank you, um, it's called Joyful Strength, um, and I also have Instagram, uh, it's my name, um, and Facebook, so, yeah, I try to post consistently on social media. I'm trying to get into TikTok, but it's a little bit of stretch. (laughs) So, yeah, you can find me there. Thank you. Awesome! Yeah,
1: that's fantastic. I definitely have your app downloaded on my phone and I love all your tips. So thank you for especially for the stress eating, because, you know, sometimes we just go back to comfort food. And if we have these tips in our back pocket, then we can just take them out and be a little bit mindful before the eating. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Chelsea. And I just wanted to thank Emily and Captain Kirk today for helping to host this World of Nutrition podcast that we do once a month. And they also have partnered with Mutual Aid Network, which I'll have either Emily or Kirk talk about, Kirk talk about more. Um, and with mutual aid network, they have partnered with innovative nutrition. So that's where I come in to help educate people if they cannot do nutri- nutrition orally for whatever reason, or maybe they have a sensitive gut, they can use wearable nutrition in place of it. One of my very, very best clients, she had a 12 inch tumor get taken out of her gut. and because of that, you know, she has been using patches. Um, The vitamins, she was taking a little bowl of vitamins every day. It was taking her 45 minutes every morning to take this because she just couldn't take, you know, it just took her so long and her body just doesn't absorb the way it used to. And now with the patches, she just puts on her patch and she gets 45 minutes back of her day every day. So she feels free, a lot freer. Can you imagine (laughs) having to take? something that you don't want to take orally for 40 and it's going to take you 45 minutes but we're all told to take our nutrition so if you are interested in um, partnering with or getting wearable nutrition and helping to benefit mutual aid network please go to man.innovative and that's i-n-n-o-v the number eight t-i-v-e dot com and you can get more information there. I'll be happy to help as well. Emily, Kurt, would you like to share more about the sponsorship and Mutual Aid
4: Network? Okay, so um, the Mutual Aid Network
0: uh if anyone doesn't know what the mutual aid network is um it's basically um helping people but not necessarily always through like a financial um um thing It's it's basically like um uh like time credits um and um is kurt are you there
4: um, But, so yeah, um, we've been a part of it for uh, a
0: while now. And, um, yeah, so it's just all about kind of helping people. And there's a thing like called sign banking, and there's other uh, things involved with it. So it's a good group.
1: Yes, it's fantastic. So how can we help each other, you know, with with our time? And we have different experts all around the world helping in in what their niche is, what their expertise is. Expertise is. So it's been fantastic to be a part of that community. And so we thank the Mutual Aid Network for allowing that, especially for, you know, other countries that me desperately needed a lot more. So that is great. Um is did you want to talk about the sponsorship Emily? Uh
4: so uh
0: recently uh uh I was I uh, know <clears throat> got me to be a, a distributor. Um so now the uh, we're getting it connected with the mutual aid network, so then um, any um, sales or anything will kind of help. Hopefully, help benefit the um, mutual aid network.
1: So. Awesome! And we thank you, Dr. Amanda Chelsea, for being fantastic guests today and sharing your expertise on uh, what you're passionate about and. I can't wait to, to be able to, you know, share it with the world because this is on all platforms.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.